Hey there, sit down, make yourself comfortable, and grab a cup of tea. Welcome to the 84th episode of Thea's Tea. Thanks for tuning in. Hey everybody, welcome back to Thea's Tea. It's your host, Thea. Thanks for taking the decision to click this episode and listen to it. I hope you stick around. Glad to have you here. For this week's tea talk, I am drinking some of the famous casino tea that is Peche Cassis, so peach and blueberry, because you guys, this flavor is absolutely legendary. It smells incredible. It has a beautiful, strong scent that every time I make it, somebody in my house notices and tells me, oh my gosh, what are you drinking? That's not so good. So it always manages to, you know, make an impact. And I love that. I love this tea. It's really nice and just a nice, reliable flavor, I guess. As for the mug I'm drinking it in, it is this black mug that my dad gave me in the hotel. He works in Cozumel, Mexico. So it basically has like some engraving i guess that's great that has like patterns and shapes and stuff from uh the mexican culture and like animals and stuff so it's really nice as for the setup for this episode it is currently a saturday afternoon it is 2 29 p.m i am sitting on my bed it is raining which i love but it's raining quite soft so that's good i've got my blinds down the light on i'm sitting on my bed that is made for the past couple of episodes i've talked to you guys about how my room is always a mess when i record and this time it is not that messy it's pretty decent so that's good it's nice to have that to look at you know and not like a messy scene And for today, I have been napping a lot. I was up till 4 a.m. last night with my friends. We were having a sleepover and I got up today at 6. And so I have had a long chunk of naps (laughs) to kind of replenish. And I have a party tonight, so I also needed to recharge for that. Um, I'm the host, I'm the hostess of the party, so I'm really excited. Um, I need to record and then I have to get ready and get the house ready and everything. So I'm hoping that I will have time to do all of those things. So yeah, without further ado, let's continue with the rest of the episode. All right, so beginning with the the life update, the love update, (laughs) um, I just wanted to give a little quick disclaimer before. If you noticed, it is the last Thursday of the month, and this is not a guest episode. I wanted to apologize for that. It's the first, you know, guest episode I don't do in the entirety of me doing the podcast, and that's because the past few weeks have been really hectic, and even though I love guest episodes, they require a lot of, like, more logistics and that type of thing, so it was really hard for me to coordinate this month, and I decided to just continue with a normal episode because I didn't want to stop making the episodes but yeah in the future I will resume with the monthly guest episodes but it was just really challenging for me to figure out how I was going to fit this in this month because even just the normal episodes were really hard for me to keep up with so I hope you understand <laughs> and in this life update I planned this episode before yesterday and it's really funny because a major thing happened between before yesterday and today, which isn't in this life update, but I'm going to mention with you guys. Are you ready? This is the news of the year. Drum roll, please. I don't know if you heard that, <laughs> but I got vaccinated. I got my first doses today. That's why I had to get up at 6 a.m. <laughs> It was so exciting. It was so beautiful. It was so special. I loved it. I'm feeling so happy. I got Pfizer. 
I, um, as for like symptoms, I'm doing pretty well. I just slept a bunch, but that was because I was tired beforehand and my arm is hurting a little bit, but not too much. Um, so yeah, I'm feeling really good. I'm so happy. I can't believe this happened. It was very quick um, because literally today was the first day that vaccines got activated for people between 15 and 19 years of age in, I'm not sure all of Colombia or Medellin, I'm pretty sure all of Colombia, without like predispositions or conditions or, you know, something like that. So anybody who wanted to get vaccinated between that age group could starting today. And so, yes, I went and I got it. It was really amazing. It was funny because um, the person who was like taking my information was like, so what do you suffer? And I was like, um, nothing. <laughs> and she was like, wait, then why are you here? And then another person explained to her like, oh no, like now they can just come even if they don't suffer from anything. And so, yeah, I'm really happy. Um, I have my second doses for the 11th of September. I'm feeling so happy. I literally didn't think I was going to get vaccinated this year, but it worked and you know the process sped up here in colombia so i'm just really happy that I, I was able to like get it here and like legally and safely and everything so yeah very happy about that in other news life has been very fast-paced as usual this past week i had a really refreshing conversation with a friend of mine with whom i hadn't talked to in a while and so honestly like inside of my head i felt like a little bit of tension and i felt like you know this is a really close friend of mine and i felt like we we're kind of drifting apart i felt i don't know you know like when you start making ideas inside of your head and you know you feel like the friendship's awkward but we talked again and it was great everything was like smooth sailing we really went back to what we had and it was really nice because I was stressed about that and it's just a person that I know I can trust and I feel really comfortable around so it was really great to feel like that was still there and you know that it was like all good you know so that was really happy for me it felt like you know I was home I guess <laughs> and it was of course like a stressful situation where I thought a lot about like oh my gosh how is this gonna work but no like we're super good and everything is fine in other news I have my model unit oh <laughs> A little tea break there um so i had the model i have the model united nations of my school next week for which i am a secretary general so that is very 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 exciting and this past week you can imagine how much i've been running around with that so 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 much to do to coordinate to plan to prepare to receive to think of it's really been intense and this is kind of like the peak of it it's what you always dream of when you dream of being secretary general just like you know that month that week um before the model where you're finishing like details and the finishing touches and all of that so i was really really excited about all of that and yeah i kind of feel like i accomplished my dream obviously it wasn't perfect i made mistakes and everything but i feel like even so i'm really proud of myself and i'm compassionate with like what i've done and everything so it was a really nice experience that i enjoyed and i will of course keep you guys posted on how this goes by the time you're listening to this episode it will have been like the first day of the model so i hope everything went well another thing is that i am definitely holding on to high school I just really love like the routine I have, the people that I know and everything. It's just a very comfortable, happy lifestyle. One of the things I'm going to miss most when I graduate is, for instance, in my friendship group every Monday, you know, when we get together in break, Juanita, um, which is a friend of mine, 
always sits down and she's like okay girls what are we going to do this weekend what are the plans how are we gonna have fun how are we gonna get together and she's always the one that like coordinates the plans and everything and so i guess i'm gonna really miss you know having that like central like that glue of the friendship group that always uh, like mobilizes people and makes the plans and makes sure like everything happens and all of that i don't know i guess i got a little bit like nostalgic but yeah, I've just really been thinking about high school and how we're going to leave soon and everything. Like the standardized testing that we have nationally here is the 4th and 5th of September. And, you know, we already have like our dates assigned, our locations, our schedules, and it all just feels like real and like it's approaching. So I've said for like the whole year on the podcast that I don't want to graduate, that I love the high school life that I have and that I think it's going to be really hard for me to let go. And it's just approaching, you know, time doesn't stop. And even if every day you're like doing the same thing, like time progresses, you know, it's just, it's weird to think of. And also really big news, I signed up to my first college last week here in Colombia. As I've talked about before, I would love to leave the country for university, but I am also applying here in Colombia just in case. And so I applied to my first university about a week ago, about a week ago. <laughs> um, and it was really exciting. It's a really particular process because it's different to like other other countries. So basically the way it works is that first you need to send in a bunch of documents um, like your ID, your school grades, um, like your health insurance, um, you need to pay like the like um, sign up fee and you need to send like information about your family. If you've taken the national standardized testing, then you need to send that, you know, just like all of those types of documents and then they receive them and they assign you like um the interview and then you do the interview and then you know if you passed or not so it's a really like different process to other places and it was interesting for me to like navigate that and everything but it worked out well they received my documents and now i'm waiting for the interview which is exciting and a bit nerve-wracking as well but yeah it's just really exciting and i can't as i said like it feels real now you know so yeah it's a bit scary and overwhelming but you know it's all part of growing up and I'm glad to see myself like doing these things, even if I'm not perfect at doing them. It's just, you know, like you, you think so much about when these things are going to happen and now they're finally happening. So I'm excited. So what will we be talking about today? As you can tell in the title, today's episode is going to be all about denial. So the way I see denial is when you like you're in denial, when you face bad news and subconsciously reject it and want to continue your life as if you didn't know about the, that news as if that didn't exist kind of like wanting to hit the reverse switch or just wanting to like pretend to continue living like in ignorance about a certain thing and so for me particularly denial happens a lot with like factors of disappointment in my life and we're gonna dive in deeper to those throughout the episode but some examples are my process with applying to universities my process with model united nations my process with the divorce of my parents you know i feel like those are things where you can really see different ways of like denial manifesting in my life so i think it's really interesting to talk about that and also i just wanted to complement with like a dictionary definition of um being in denial I, I liked the being in denial and it said the action of denying. So I'm going to give the, de the definition for denying. It basically says that it is um, the state that one refuses to admit the truth or existence of. And yeah, that's pretty much what I said. <laughs> but yeah, there you go. There's that professional opinion if you want that as well. 
Um, so why do I want to talk about this on TST? I want to talk about this because I feel like it's a really, like, in my situation, there's an interesting, like, intersectionality to analyze. So first of all, I'm a perfectionist and I have so many expectations. So that leads me to often, like, look for, like, turn to denial and, like, looking for comfort. Basically, sometimes when I know that I didn't do something perfectly or whatever, and I feel that that can lead to disappointment. I'd rather just like ignore it or try to like avoid it in my life or like not accept it, not think that it's happening to like avoid feeling those hard feelings that will come when I accept that something bad happened or that something didn't work out the way I wanted to. So I feel like it's really like interesting to analyze on a psychological level. And obviously I'm no psychologist, um, but you know, from like my personal view and what I can you know, know and put together, I think it would be really interesting to kind of like study this and just reflect on it. So the structure for this week's episode is at first I'm going to be exploring why do we deny the truth in some situations, then I'm going to be talking about whether or not I think denial is healthy, and lastly how I snap out of denial with some specific situations like examples of when I've done it. Hopefully you enjoy, let's dive right in. Why do we deny the truth? So I think the key here is that ignorance is bliss. It's as simple as that. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I made a presentation and the letter is the like the font, the size is so small. Let me just <laughs> make it big. There we go. I really thought I had like a bionic eye or something when I was designing this presentation, didn't I? So, oh my gosh, I still can't see, y'all. <laughs> so first, ignorance is bliss, okay? I think that when you find out something you don't like, you immediately want to return to the better days, you know? And it's kind of like a reality shock of like when it's something like when you receive like really bad news, I feel like that's a really like undescribable feeling where you feel like everything slows down and just like magnifies a bit. That happens when we receive like really bad news. So I feel like our first like human instinct is to cling on to what was good, what was happy, what we idealize, even if before we didn't realize it. But like in contrast to the bad news we received, we want to be like in that time. So we kind of wish we could like reverse. And obviously we cannot, um, but kind of like the consensus we reach is kind of like trying to avoid that information to like ignore it in our brain and continue acting as if we never knew it as if we lived you know like in that situation before and this can happen like in a lot of ways you know i didn't put this on the presentation but like describing it you know i think this happens a lot when you know you're in a relationship and another person cheats on you i feel like a common first instinct is to just pretend that you didn't find out and to try to continue living your life normally an example in my life was when i discovered that santa was not real i remember literally in year two a friend told me at school and <laughs> kind of hate i don't hate her but i hate that she did that <laughs> and so obviously since that moment like i knew it was true i knew it made sense i knew it clicked but i continued like ignoring it up until like probably like year five or six or something you know and just like like you know when there were signs that like hey like santa's not real i would just like cover them up and i would continue pretending to believe in santa you know like with my family and everything until one day i told my mom like you know <laughs> um i know what you know <laughs> But yeah, for years I played along, I tried to forget this hard piece of information that I received. I tried to live my life in what I thought it would look like if I didn't know. 
I think that what happens is that like our natural defense and desire is thinking that we can go back to the same like lifestyle or whatever mentality, whatever we had before. But the reality is that if deep down we know something, it will never be the same. Like once you know, you know, there's like no going back. You can't force yourself to forget something. So even if you're going to act as if like nothing happened, like deep down, you're going to know this bad news or this change or this whatever that you don't want to accept. Like it, it's sad, but we genuinely can't achieve that. Like what we're looking for of, you know, like, like going back, you know? or actually pretending and believing it ourselves because when we pretend in that way it's for us to convince ourselves of something and you know that just won't work you know the way i see it it really works like revelations there definitely is like a before and an after in our life after we discover like some type of tough news and again like there's no turning back whether like how you cope with it like that's up to you but the point is that the information is there in front of you and you can't click an off switch you know so this leads me to like my next point and it's that dealing with things in general is exhausting okay like effort is exhausting you know just being a human existing is exhausting and so when you have a situation in front of you and you choose to face reality that is definitely the harder route because it implies like acknowledging the situation you're in accepting it you know like all of that like assimilation process but it also implies action like doing tangible things which as humans quite frankly we will do anything in our power to avoid if we don't like what's happening and like in addition if it means change what happens like nine times out of nine times out of ten is that we'd rather remain in our normal lives than like adapt to that new change like i consider myself like quite frankly i can be a really lazy person for certain things and honestly like for life is one of them you know like i can be like really dedicated like with school and stuff like that but sometimes with my personal life and just like the things that happen i can be hella lazy and just i mean like i don't know how to describe it but it's so overwhelming to think that you have a situation in front of you like something that's changing in your life or whatever and knowing that you need to address it you know whether that means like having a conversation with somebody or making a change in your life or you know like cutting somebody out of your life or like a new person like whatever it can be whatever you can imagine whatever comes home like no what, what does that mean whatever ugh, i don't know that expression but you know probably when you're hearing this episode and you're hearing like the abstract terms that i use denial with like you're probably thinking of you know like specific things in your life that applies to so yeah my point is just like responding to situations is exhausting and especially when it's something that we don't like that we're not looking forward to like the motivation to act or do whatever we need to do is going to be like even smaller so the way we see denial is kind of like an escape route you know it's kind of like pausing time i guess because we feel that since we aren't in the like mood of accepting this new thing in our lives then that new thing in our lives simply won't come in but that's not the case in the situations it's more tempting than ever to like continue living in like our little bubble and the routine we had in the life that we did have but we know that it's a time bomb and that like the harsh reality is coming and so this leads me to my next point which is basically feeling like we don't have time to address new information now i don't know if this is everybody or if this is just me but 
personally like i feel that my life is way too like go 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 intense fast never stop (laughs) and that there's simply no time to like properly sit down and process change whatever that may look like you know whether it's like journaling or just thinking or like talking with someone or yeah just like figuring out what this change can look like in your life how you're gonna adapt to it what you're gonna do like what role it's gonna play like and i know it sounds really dumb but sometimes i feel like the best way to assimilate change is just like sitting down and figuring out how you're gonna accept it you know not simply doing things i feel like an internal process like a brain shift is necessary so yeah i just feel like i don't have time for that (laughs) and i know it's obviously like priorities and you know if i'm a really busy person then i know that it's like my own decision and that that shouldn't like prevent me from dealing with like my own emotional stuff blah 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 but we all know what life looks like so (laughs) so yeah basically the way like this manifests is that i get lazy to embark on new endeavors and this happens a lot in my life even in like simple things for instance you know in this last year of high school you know that we've had like so many important things to do and just like like stuff to submit like yearbook stuff like i don't know like random last year things i feel like I couldn't take the time to properly sit down and savor things, you know? A lot of the time I was just like in denial that things were happening so I couldn't enjoy the moment. And this just goes to show that sometimes you can be in denial, but that doesn't mean the situation is bad, you know? It can be perfectly good and just because we don't want to accept it, you know, we won't be able to enjoy it at its fullest. Just something to think about. (laughs) And um, what happens is that sometimes I don't want to go out of my way to make the new adjustments necessary for like this new element in my life and so i'll stay in this bubble as long as possible as i said like dealing with things is exhausting and so i'll just get so overwhelmed of thinking you know oh i'm gonna have to put in effort i'm gonna have to do this think this invest time in this like whatever it can be even if it seems small and i'll just get wrapped up in my head and kind of like tell myself that that's too much that i don't want to like do that and all of that so i feel like sometimes this leads for life to like slip by in front of me like i don't fully grasp every moment you know and deal with the things that come up you know it's just kind of like like denial sucks the life out of things so yeah those are my thoughts on why we use denial as like a mechanism and yeah just like the underlying roots i know i this is one of my favorite things to do on thesty just kind of like think about the potential causes of a certain behavior so hopefully you i don't know resonate with some of these or maybe have like some counterpoints or you can take a look at what it is in your personal life I don't know why I put in this next section of is it healthy or not because we shouldn't go through life like putting things in boxes and you know stigmatizing things and saying this is good this is bad this is normal this isn't normal but I really wanted to analyze like the impact of denial in our lives and you know if it can benefit us or if it's kind of like a self-destructive thing (laughs) so the way I see it denial isn't a healthy thing at all like objectively speaking I don't think you can kind of like disguise it into a way that it can seem beneficial like from its core but what i do think is that it's a valid coping mechanism that is part of the process denial usually comes up when we're dealing with like really tough things like really big like big deals you know and so obviously processing those things isn't easy breezy and sometimes we can just turn to these types of escapes or ways to deal with things that may not be perfect but they do help us in some way at least short term so i feel like we definitely need to see them for what they are and kind of like appreciate that little like helpful element that they have even if in general they're not perfect like they still do serve a purpose that's kind of my point and honestly thinking i think it can be kind of sad 
that you know when we face something in life we'd rather ignore it like are things that bad is a change like that terrible that we would rather pretend it didn't exist than face it like it kind of breaks my heart a little bit you know thinking that we'd rather pretend to live in a different world than accept what's right in front of us like it's sad (laughs) and this leads me to think about change humans have a really tricky relationship with change i heard a quote once that is it's not change we fear it's loss because for example winning the lottery entails a huge change but do you think people are scared of that no they are happy to embark on that journey because it means prosperity and it means good stuff and it doesn't necessarily imply a loss but you know a lot of times we associate change to loss because we're gonna like you know lose or have to sacrifice an important element of life as we know it for something else so we focus on like that loss element so that really opens my eyes and i think that you know when we face denial like when we use denial i guess um it's probably because we have a situation of change in our lives that on some scale means a loss to us and just like thinking about change i'm a person who tends to really like think about things you know that are changing in my life and how that's gonna impact me in the long scale so and how i'm gonna adjust for instance i i think the best example of this is when i'm talking with someone you know like in the talking stage i start thinking about like all the implications like oh my gosh so i'm gonna talk to you like i'm gonna spend a lot of time talking to you every day i'm gonna tell you like these important things that happen i can respond to you between this class and this class or when i'm walking from this place to this place i can tell my friends about you i can talk no i can tell what i can tell my friends about you i can tell my family i can tell my friend yes i can tell my family about you you know like and i just like start like kind of like building not this wall but just like putting like this puzzle i guess you know like figuring out how it's going to fit into my life what it's going to look like what it's going to take on my end and that may seem contradictory to what i said before about not like assimilating things properly and in some cases that can be my response but in other cases i can definitely tend to like overthink and figure out how what like one piece of my life is going to fit in with the rest And like when I join a club or a new initiative, I start thinking, okay, I'm going to have to invest X amount of time every day or every week. And so that means I'm going to have to think about like this transport in this sense, or, oh, I'm going to be interacting more with this person. Just like thinking about the like nitty gritty details that I guess aren't actually that important, but that I kind of like obsess over. Obviously a disclaimer is that the denial process can get out of hand. Like I 100% recognize that. And what I mean by this is that it can take you longer and life can catch up to you so you can like try to live in your oh my gosh ignorance bubble for longer than is like safe and life like this thing that you're avoiding will catch up to you and it will snowball and all of that i think life is really interesting and the way i see it it sort of has like a little bit of a grace period so when there's a big change in your life sometimes you can have like proper time to adjust to it to adapt to like this new change or whatever and It's okay if you don't deal with things immediately because the world and you as a person is like adjusting, are adjusting to this new change. So it's not like imperative that you respond to it right away. And so I feel like that's kind of like a a little mattress phase where you're like allowed to be in denial. But then after that, like that time expires and you do have to like face what happens. And the tricky thing is if you continue in denial, like during that time when you're required to, you know, respond to it. Yeah, I just think that life is designed to have like adjustment periods, to have like free trials, to give you time to accept things. I think that's the way the world has kind of come to work and we can be kind of comprehensive in that sense. And so 
one of these so-called adjustment periods is denial the way i see it just the process of you like figuring out how you're gonna accept something in your life and how it's gonna you're gonna let it in i guess okay so now the moment we've all been waiting for how do i snap out of denial so i'm gonna be analyzing like one by one different cases in my life where i dealt with slash am dealing with denial and how i got out slash am getting out of those phases so the first one is my experience as secretary general of my model united nations and i had super high expectations for myself when i was named secretary general one of my biggest concerns was to let myself down and to feel that at the end of the term i hadn't done things well and that's not the case i definitely wouldn't say that i'm disappointed of myself but i would say that i think that obviously like nothing is perfect in life and that there are some things that are out of my control that aren't going to go the way i would want them to go and that kind of means like a moral burden for me the way i see it and i'm just like really stressed about you know like what that so the key factor in which this happened in my life was that we didn't reach the maximum of people who had signed up you know we had not super high expectations like it was like moderately small but it's just that like even that bar that we had set for ourselves we couldn't meet and again it's not entirely my fault because i can't decide if other people are going to sign up or not and we did have really difficult situations this year with covid and the fact that there's another model united nations in the city those exact same days um so it, it was really tricky and we did go like through really tough circumstances leading us to not reach like the maximum of people that we wanted to sign up and so that obviously has so many implications in terms of you know the merchandise that we got made like there's going to be so much left over and we probably won't raise enough money to pay for all of the things that we got made and obviously the fact that the event is going to be a bit of a more like reduced scale than we would have initially wanted which is obviously disappointing like all of those little details kind of I feel like I'm responsible for them. So that led me to feel a process of denial where I was just kind of like avoiding it, you know, avoiding properly thinking about it, not necessarily doing it, but kind of accepting that we weren't going to have the amount of people that we expected. And I knew deep down that it was going to happen, but again, I didn't accept it. I was in denial. So what helped me get out of this stage? Firstly, talking with my co-secretary general, and it was kind of like a point where we both kind of like a bubbled to the surface and so we were both in crisis together like talking about this and we were like oh my gosh like what are we gonna do and so that made it feel so much more real just talking about it and not only talking out loud but like the fact that it was with a person who was also dealing with it made it feel like more real and it kind of like snapped me back to reality and yeah just also realizing that a deadline is near you know i knew that the like signups were slow but i was like oh you know there's still time left blah 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 but once i realized that the deadline is so near i was like okay i don't think we're gonna reach our goal in this reduced time so that was also like a reality check for me the next aspect is my process with application to universities again i had super high expectations for myself to start working on them early but i didn't realize that this semester i would have so many commitments in terms of the model united nations in terms of the college classes that i'm taking the level of like school and how it's really demanding and so many other factors that didn't let me invest the time i wanted to into my college applications so that was kind of, again like something that deep down i knew but that i didn't like kind of admit to myself and i didn't like deal with properly and accept like okay you're not doing you're not meeting your expectations what can you do about that how can you adapt or something 
So what gave me that reality check was sitting down and kind of quantifying, thinking, oh my gosh, it's been this amount of weeks since I haven't sat down and worked on a college essay. And then also thinking like, okay, a typical day in my life looks like this. I have this amount of time in meetings, this amount of time doing homework, this amount of time on Instagram, and just like really putting things in terms of numbers and kind of like laying it out in front of myself, not like physically, but just like mentally and figuring out like what I was doing with my time and like undeniable facts and kind of like hold again, holding those numbers in front of me, not literally, but like having all of those concepts clear was like an objective truth for me so i was like okay dad this is the reality you're facing like what are you gonna do about it and now that i like accepted it i was like okay what can we do like from here you know so in this situation it was really much just like sitting down properly thinking about what was going on and that kind of like did its job (laughs) another element is a conjoint situation that was like probably the biggest change i've had in my entire life and it was my parents divorce and in addition to that stopping moving around the world because when my parents lived together my dad would get like moved a lot for work so as a family we would move around a lot as well so all of that came to stop together like in conjunction and for a long time i didn't like realize the void that i meant in my life but recently like i've discovered it and it's been through more of a situation of exposure so it's been like being with people who do have that lifestyle that i used to have like right now like people who currently have the lifestyle i used to have (laughs) and kind of like realizing that it's still a thing like even if i don't have that lifestyle like that lifestyle still exists for so many people like having a quote-unquote complete family like with parents still together and just moving around a lot especially like with the family friends that we had like when we had that lifestyle you know the fact that they're still kind of like living that life and also seeing people that didn't have that life people who had divorced parents and who had lived in one place for their whole life just kind of like seeing that contrast opened my eyes a bit more and it was like life can look so many different ways and this is what you have right now this is what you had at like a certain time it just kind of like made me realize that life had like alternatives like I quickly assimilated the way my life was going to be when my parents got divorced and I stopped moving around, but I kind of forgot that other people would still continue living that life. And it made me a little bit jealous when I realized this because I was like, well, I wish I still had that life. Um, But yeah, I guess what snapped me like out of denial of subconsciously, you know, like not realizing what my life change was like. Like, I said I assimilated it quickly, but that was because I didn't question what was happening. So for me, that would be a process of denial. And then when I started thinking about it, I was like, wait a minute, like, no tragues entero, like, um, don't swallow things whole, like, have a critical view, you know, like, people can move around a lot and have a complete family, quote-unquote complete family, or not. And it, I don't know, like, I think I'm <laughs> getting a bit confused here, but my point is that a change happened in my life. I started living with that change, even though on a deep level, I didn't entirely understand it and accept it. And later on in my life, I realized like people around me showed me that I had a unique situation and that kind of led me to understand that there was something I had to deal with there. The next element is graduating. So this is a tricky situation because I am obviously in huge denial of graduating, but I am 100% aware of everything that I lose, all the changes that will come in my life once I graduate. Like that's all I've been thinking about for the past year. But the reason I say I'm in denial is because I don't realize how quickly it's coming. It's like I said in my life update, like I know everything I'm going to lose, but the fact that it's a time 
time bomb like i hadn't realized that everything was approaching so quickly so deep down i know what i'm gonna have to say goodbye to but i'm in denial because i don't think i have to say goodbye to it yet so that's like the unique situation that's happening in that sense and lastly is probably a really big one and it's the fact that i'm gonna be leaving my life you know as i said for college i have plans of moving and leaving like everybody i know my home city everything i love and like all of that and it's not just me moving to a different city in the same country it's me moving to either like yeah a different continent you know if you consider like north america central america south america (laughs) or even europe so it's obviously like a huge change and i kind of like knew this subconsciously when i made the decision to move for college but again like i haven't completely assimilated it i'm still like partially in denial you know like what do you mean i signed up for this lifestyle what do you mean i'm gonna be like living in a dorm like away from everyone i know like what (laughs) again it's like i know the consequences but i just can't figure out like a time scale you know i can't i can't entirely understand that that's going to be happening like so soon that's why i say it's in denial so yeah these are just some situations in my life in which i've experienced slash i'm experiencing denial and how i'm dealing with those types of things hopefully you picked up an idea or two so let's wrap up with a couple of main ideas first of all you talked about why we deny the truth and i talked about how ignorance is bliss like it's just easier for us to continue living our life without hard information then how dealing with things is exhausting and how it implies effort that especially if it's something we don't like we won't be willing to give and how feeling like we don't have time or energy to address new information and how we can just be really lazy in that sense and not feel like we can adapt properly then we moved on to talking about whether or not it's healthy and in conclusion it's not 100% healthy, but it is a valid part of the like acceptance process that we need to go through, so long as it doesn't prolong itself <laughs> too much. I feel like it doesn't need to be something that we like try to prevent or whatever because it's just a part of our like like cycle. And lastly, I talked about how I snap out of um, denial in different situations in my life, including Model United Nations universities like applying to college um the divorce of my parents and how i stopped moving around graduating and just leaving my life so yeah that's what we discussed today time for the weekly favorites this week i bring to you a snack a trend and a habit so my favorite snack are pringles i don't know if i talked about this in another weekly favorites oops um but they are the individually like packet like pringles we bought a huge box of them at price mart which is like a costco and i love having them in my lunchbox they're just such a great go-to snack they're so good pringles are perfect and yeah um i just love having them they're delicious and yeah they're great they're so practical next the trend are photo dumps i love photo dumps they are literally the best thing ever i love just the idea of you know sharing like unfiltered parts of your life and in a really like casual format and i feel like you can really get to know a person and how they see the world through photo dumps so i'm trying to do more of those i think they're so cool and lastly my habit is chatting with friends i believe last week i said that it was with my mom but this week it's been with my friends you know just like gossiping with them not not in like a bad way but just like chatting like saying what's been happening in our lives like what we've been doing you know like the romance in our lives you know our futures just like chatting with friends has been so fun and i love the culture of like staying in touch with your friends you know like even though i see my friends every single day in school like chatting with them you know like on whatsapp or sending memes in the afternoon just like 
strengthening that bond recently has been really important for me and i've enjoyed it a lot so yeah those are the weekly favorites thanks for tuning in well that's about it for this episode i would like to clarify that i am not a specialist everything i share is based off of my experience and what i've learned don't forget to follow the podcast instagram at the st podcast i'm very active on there It's a visually aesthetic platform built with interactive spaces for us. Please tag me on your stories and send me pics listening with your tea. Also, please rate, review, follow, and subscribe. (laughs) Whatever your platform lets you do, it would help me out a lot. Because reviews are the only way I can start growing, getting recommended to new people, and being included in rankings. Plus, I read reviews on here, so if you want to be featured, go on right ahead. Please spread this episode with any friends or family you think will like it. I would love it for you to share your thoughts on this podcast. You can send me a voice message directly through Anchor or through my email, thestypodcast at gmail.com. You can reach out for business inquiries and set up sponsorships through there as well. Make sure to check out the show notes. There's a bunch of fun stuff listed down there alongside with links to everything I mentioned here today. Remember, you can join me every Thursday for a new episode, including the last one of every month with the guest, and an additional bonus monthly Q&A. Thank you for your time, and for joining me in my little corner of the internet. I appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in, have a beautiful week, and a wonderful existence.